a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. familiar with that if you didn't watch the olympic games closely enough that singing was not from a great choir or a chorus at a university that is the fiji men's rugby team singing after winning the gold in the rugby sevens at the tokyo olympic games i think it was one of the great moments of the olympic games why because it was surprising. Uh, to look at the men's rugby team from Fiji, uh, you're going to see a lot of muscle <laughs> and a lot of tough and a lot of grit uh, and a few scars from uh, playing rugby sevens. That is uh, not a game for the timid or the faint of heart. Uh, that is a game filled with gashes and bruises and scar tissue. And... I think everyone was so stunned if they hadn't seen the Fiji men's uh, rugby team play before. Uh, this is something they do regularly. But to most of the world, it was incredibly surprising. And I think we've lost a little bit of that or our willingness to be surprised by other people. Uh, and I have to tell you, I was surprised because this was brought to my attention uh, not by a scholar, not by a diplomat or a politician or a business leader. This was brought to my attention over the weekend by a 16-year-old uh, who is amazing. But he said he had been down on a, a project in Belize building a school. And he said it, he just allowed himself to be surprised by those that he was with, those he was working with, those he was working for in building this school. But how often have we prevented ourselves or prevented ourselves from being surprised by other people? I am telling you, losing our ability to be surprised by others and embrace that prevents us from being curious, prevents us from getting to meaningful conversation, and it prevents us from getting better outcomes in every aspect of our lives. Because I think in some ways, we're afraid of being surprised by others. We're afraid that that person that we disagree with on a political issue or a policy issue, we're afraid they might just surprise us and we might just like them. What a tragedy that would be. 
or would it just be challenging? Would it cause us to abandon some of the vitriol that we've been spewing in their direction? Would it cause us to pause for just a minute and consider maybe just the possibility that we may be wrong? Or that someone else might have some insight that would actually be useful to a better outcome or better solution? Our unwillingness to allow ourselves to be surprised by other people shuts down so many critical things in our communication. And so I just wanted to use this setup from the Fiji men's rugby team singing uh, just inspiring, uplifting music as they celebrated their victory. It's just a good, uh, a good model for us when it comes to let's, let's allow ourselves to be surprised by others. As I said before, if we don't, uh, we can't be curious. And often the reason we are unwilling to be curious is because we've either been in our own self-created media bubble or echo chamber that we can only view the other side with contempt or disdain, that we can only look at them as being less than as opposed to being valuable and meaningful. And so let's break that down just a little bit. I think this is a crucial conversation on a Monday. Let people surprise you. Here's something that I often see. You're going into a situation, whether that's at home, in your community, your faith community, at work, wherever it might be, and you kind of prejudge what the other side or the other person is going to do. So you've already put them in a box. And what happens when you put someone in a box? You cannot listen. You cannot hear. You cannot evaluate and assess anything new. Why? Because you have prejudged. To prejudge is to put it in the box and put the lid on. So you can't listen. You can't hear. You can't invite. You've judged. And often we do that to each other. Most words that are said in an argument are never even heard because once you decide I'm right, you're wrong, you stop listening because we're judged. So that's one element that prevents us from being surprised by other people. Another, and this one is becoming more and more and more popular these days, and that is I'm going to be pre-offended by whatever you might say in this conversation. I know you're going to say something that's going to rub me the wrong way, so I am going to be pre-offended by whatever it is that you might say. Because if I'm pre-offended, I already have the emotions of being offended coursing through my veins and raging through my mind. And it makes it easier for me to actually be offended. Often about nothing worth being offended over. And so we get pre-offended. And I've heard people say, well, if, if I go into that room or if I go into that meeting or if I go meet with those people, I know they're going to judge me. I know they're going to look down on me or think less of me. And so I'm, I'm pre-offended. And of course, the opposite could be said for whoever's in that room. Well, I'm certain this person's going to come in and they're going to look down their nose at me and that's so offensive and who do they think they are? And so they're pre-offended. Can we just stop being pre-offended Be willing to be surprised. 
So how can we create an environment to be surprised? Well, don't judge. Don't be pre-offended. Listen. Stay curious. And ask meaningful questions. If you do that, I guarantee you, you'll learn something. You will be surprised by people. I'll tell you two very surprising uh, people that I interacted with in Washington, D.C. that I still disagree with on the vast majority of things, but who I respect and admire in different ways. Elizabeth Warren, of course, is a ardent liberal Democrat in the United States Senate. Of course, she, she ran for the presidency, did not win that, obviously. Uh, many have pigeonholed her as being so far left of left that there's no nothing left for her to do. And I don't know if that's true or not. But I will tell you this. I love the way Elizabeth Warren interacts with young people. I have watched her with an eight-year-old girl get down on her knees and look that little girl in the eye and introduce herself. Hi, I'm Liz. And I'm a United States senator because that's what girls do. And then she'll listen. She'll ask a question and she'll get these little girls to tell them to tell her their their goals, their dreams. And then she makes a pinky promise with them. Don't let anything get in your way. Make sure you're determined. Let me know how I can help. Uh, It's amazing to watch. She is extraordinary. And the first time I watched her do that, I was surprised. Uh, Going on the other side of the aisle, someone else that uh, is very surprising, Justice Clarence Thomas, conservative anchor of the United States Supreme Court. You would think Stern doesn't say much, rarely speaks from the bench, only a couple times in his entire tenure on the bench. Justice Clarence Thomas has a belly laugh that you can't help but laugh right along with. Uh, I watched him play a game of Constitutional Jeopardy where everyone in the room was laughing to tears because Justice Thomas was laughing so hard. And we could go on and on with people from the left, people from the right, people from all walks of life. If we're just willing to not be pre-offended to not prejudge, to listen, we can actually learn something. We can be surprised by people, and people are worth being surprised by. Give it a try. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on Inside Sources today here on KSL News Radio. And as always, as you go out into the world today, make sure you see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.